0: But I was like, I was just, I was having a moment because God was trying to remind me to keep going. I was prophesying to myself, right? Because I didn't even believe it at the time. I was just like, don't tell them what you got to be. Don't tell them what you got to do. Just keep going, right? And, And it was just what God was ministering to me, but I was projecting that because I was trying to believe in myself, right? And then God gave me this song. It was called Keep Going and got everything together. I wanted to do a music video. I dropped the music video in 2021 in march and and god was teaching me like bro this is not this is a marathon this is not a sprint
1: ladies and gentlemen welcome back to the rooted in christ podcast my name is eric Stevens. i'm the founder of redwood christian ministries hope everybody out there is doing well today I am excited about this episode. I've been waiting for this for way too long, even though it's only been a couple of weeks. It feels like months to me. And that's all that matters right now. I got my brother, <laughs> Don Reddy, Christian music artist on the show. Brother, how you doing? I'm doing good. I'm doing
0: good. I'm doing good,
1: Man, thank you for hopping on today. I know you got a busy schedule. I know you putting out music, you managing other, other artists. Y'all got a whole movement going right now. So thank you for taking the time just to talk to us right now. Thank you for that.
0: For sure. I listen to your podcast man i love love what you're doing so i'm just excited to be here
1: brother i appreciate that i that is it's humbling this is every time we come on here the goal is just to glorify god i just want somebody to share what jesus has done in their lives stuff they've delivered them from set them free from and where we're going we believe that there's power in testimony your testimony is for somebody else so let's go ahead and just unify and uplift the body of christ so i appreciate you you tuning in and listening man thank you for that
0: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm excited. Let's do it. So speaking
1: of that, then let's just dive right into it. So let's go ahead and talk about your background. So where are you from? Where'd you grow up?
0: Yes, I'm from Madisonville, Kentucky. I actually grew up in Murray, Kentucky. So my mom went to Murray State. I love my mom. That's something you'll probably learn about me. And I grew up in Murray State for about 10, 10, 11 years. And then I moved to Madisonville, Kentucky. So I'm a young Kentucky boy. You know what I'm saying? So we're having a good time.
1: There you go. Shout out to mom. Shout out to mom. My mom is yeah. like my best friend and my prayer partner. So shout out to mothers out there. Shout out to mothers. Yeah. Mother. Yes, so sir. let's talk about your background a little bit. So, like and, and dive into your testimony to whatever degree you feel comfortable. So, were you always following Christ? Were you always a Christian? Like, what did that look like for you before?
0: Yeah. So I my my, my story is probably similar to some people, but different to some people too. I grew up in church. My mom was super devoted to Jesus, always since I was child, she's always been devoted to Jesus. Now, obviously she has her story. But so I grew up in church and I heard all of the teaching and I heard all the right things. I could tell you the right answers to questions. I would drill my mom with questions about the things of God, like, why would God do this? And why did God do that? You know what I'm saying? But, but what never really happened in my heart is that nothing ever really t- took root in a sense of I never applied the things I was learning. So I've always been a bigger guy. Whenever I was in middle school, like I got I was an outgoing guy, but I still got picked on because I was a bigger guy. So then, like, we get to high school and I'm like, I ain't having none of that. So, like, I turned into, like, this, uh, like, class clown of a sort, like, kind of thing. And then I started chasing success, right? So I started to say, I'm going to do my best to be as as successful as I can, right? I was in ROTC. I played basketball on the basketball team. This crazy stuff. So then I get to my senior year. And by my senior year, I ended up being the class president, the group commander of the ROTC program. So I was like the head, the top guy. And I just won athlete of the year. Wow. <laughs> so by the, by, by the end of my senior year, I had accomplished a bunch of stuff. And it's uh, it's interesting cause, because it's, as a person, I attributed God, but really had no connection to it. You know what I'm saying? Like I really had no connection to God, but I was like, yeah, God's the one that got me here doing this. You know what I'm saying? It was a very shallow relationship with God, like a genie version of God. And uh, and I ended up finding myself soon very empty because I thought that success would make me feel a certain way. Right. And it didn't I always loved music. So I've been doing music for a long time since I was like 12, 13 when I made my first song. So. I always love music. So I go to NTSU in Murfreesboro, Tennessee, and I go to college and I still got this. I'm like, I just ain't got enough of the success. I got to get more. That's what it was. And I found applied for student government as a freshman. And they told me that I was overqualified. It crushed me, man. People were like, why'd that crush you? Because I had never hit a roadblock. You know what I'm saying? Like I had never, everything I wanted to achieve, I had done it.
2: Right. You know what I'm saying? I was
0: like, oh, I want to do this or I want to do that. And I'm like, all right, let's just go get it. You know what I'm saying? So so it crushed me because it felt like the success at that point was working against me. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, what's the point of all of this success? You know what I'm saying? So like, I fell into like a deep a deep like depression kind of thing. I started smoking weed, I started drinking, I started partying, I started sleeping around. And I found myself I knew who I was and I knew what I, I knew from church what God had called me to. But that felt too far and too hard for me. You know what I'm saying? So, so I started to just get into everything and was going towards it all very fast. You know what I'm saying? I went from I drank in high school, but I was drinking every day. I would go to class with water bottles full of, of uh, could, You know what I'm saying? Almost got clicked, kicked out of professor's class because he smelled me. He mm-hmm. told me don't ever come to my class with alcohol again. You know what I'm saying? Like, like you know what I'm saying? Like, right. it was stuff like that. Like, I was just drinking all the time because I was trying to, I was trying to get my feeling back. You know what I'm saying? I felt I was depressed, so I felt like I wasn't. I feel like I'm not him no more, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like so, I was drinking because that drinking kind of it disguises you and makes you feel like you can still feel like I'm really him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it, it soothes you, makes you feel that kind of way. So then I started hanging out with people from so Murfreesboro. It's got a bunch of people from Memphis. I started hanging out with that crowd. You know what I'm saying? I was like, nah, I'm really him for real. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like like yeah. that's how. I, and I started to get into like all the stuff they were into. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. And, I, and I, it's and, it, and it's nothing about the people from Memphis. It was that I don't want to I don't want to backtrack a little bit. It was more about their lifestyle is very different from the one in Kentucky. Their upbringing was is very different. And, and I had a very good childhood, but I was in the mindset of another person's culture. You know what I'm saying? So right. I started to do everything that they that they did. You know what I'm saying? I talk like them. Like there was a point where I was like, "Yeah, and I gotta get this jump, bro." Like I was talking like to <laughs> him and everything, like it was bad, you know what I'm saying? Until the rubber met the road, and I actually had to be hard, right? It, you know what I'm saying? Like it's all cool, you know what I'm saying? To act hard until you're in the middle of playing football with some of them guys, and you talking crazy because you feel like you wanted them, and they like, "All right, come show me." <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it feels bro. different then. I feel you. Uh, so, so you know that that's a uh, I, I had guns put on me. Different stuff like that. And that, those things, I knew, I knew that I was not living the way I should. I knew that. But I just felt like it was so far away. My roommate, he was a Christian. I mean, my roommate, the dude that lived next to me, he was a Christian. And even a Christian, he was kind of like me when we both grew up in church, kind of thing. But he was more reserved than I was. I was like out there and like into everything. And he was more reserved. And we ended up meeting this guy when we was hooping. His name was Tyler, Tyler Price. Shout out Tyler Price, if you listen to the book. We ended up meeting him through the grapevine and he ended up introducing me to a campus outreach pastor. Right? His name is Jake Peterman. Shout out Jake Peterman. Jake Peterman was a vessel in my life, bro. So so like I was at the darkest place. I literally went to, my, I remember going to my room. My mom asked me if I was good. And I was like, yeah, I'm good. But I wasn't, you know what I'm saying? And I was like, I just need somebody to talk to. And I had a mentor from whenever I was younger. I used to go to, when my mom was in college, there was this man that used to take me under his wing like he was my dad. You know what I'm saying? And she was like, you need to call him. And I called him and he spoke some sense into me, but I still, I, I didn't have that support system to really have a real transformation, right? I meet Jake Peterman. Let's call him Jake, but Jake Peterman. I love that dude, man. He, uh, he. Uh, I remember they were doing a retreat and he said, and this is one of the scriptures I stand on still to this day, where it says, seek first the kingdom of God, Matthew six thirty three. Come on Seek first, the kingdom of God and all these things will be added to you. I mean, he was trying to get me to go to this retreat. And I was like, bro, I ain't got no bread, bro. Like, I was like, how (laughs) am I going to get to how am I going to get to this retreat? Y'all trying to y'all trying to get me in on this Jesus stuff like y'all doing way too much, like because somebody paid for me to go. And he was like, man, let me show you this scripture. And that scripture transformed everything in my life. Because then I started to realize, dang, I wasn't seeking the kingdom. You know what I'm saying? Like, he started giving me books, started challenging me. He was the he discipled me. You know what I'm saying? For months, he discipled me. He sat down and was like, bro, we, he would go hoop with me. he see how crazy I talk when I'm hooping. Still to this day, I might talk crazy when I'm hooping. But I'd be hooping and he'd be like, bro, you got a lot of pride going on, bro. Like, let's talk about that. Where does that come from? You know what I'm saying? And he started, like, helping me get to the root of some of my stuff. And once that started happening, everything changed. The Holy Spirit just started to... And I learned about discipleship. I had a Christian background, so I knew the basics like Jesus died to save your sins, all this kind of stuff. I knew the basics, right. you know what I'm saying? But I didn't understand that God's way of transforming people is through people, through discipleship. Come on, right? A lot of people are trying to follow God all by themselves, and God didn't create us for that, or He would have just created you and He would have stopped. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? God that created us to need Him and need people. You know what I'm saying? So, so that's a plug for the person out there that's like, man, I'm following God and I'm just going to do it by myself. I don't need nobody. you wrong. Uh, that's not what the word
1: says.
0: Right. Uh, it says uh, a three-strand cord is not easily broken. Talk you know to what him. I'm saying? A body of people that come together is not easily broken. So that's so that's what happened, man. And then from that point, I started getting back into Christian rap. Then that was like twenty. Shoes 2014, 2015. If you go on SoundCloud, you can find a project called Minds Clear where right. I was rapping. This is like old Don Ready. Uh, I can't believe I'm even talking about this. No, <laughs> talk about it.
1: Talk about it's it. We're going to go on everything like, old
0: Don So uh, it's called Minds Clear, but y'all can go check that out. I wasn't good. So, <laughs> so go listen to it just for fun. One day somebody's going to be like, bro, y'all remember Don Ready? This was him, man. He was trash. So, so yeah, man. And uh, and then I started to get, like, I started from, I started to realize that the transformation that was happening in me wasn't just for me. It was for other people, right? God don't just save you for you. He saves you so that you can go save. He talks about it. John 15. I think it's John 15. He t- talks about anyone that's connected to the vine. He prunes them so they can produce more fruit, right? So I'm right. like, God, you. So then I started going through this process of being pruned by God and really dealing with my shame because the same people that I was rolling with, it's not like I stopped seeing them. You know what I'm saying? Like So then I had to like start trying to figure out how to be a Christian among the people that I was living the sin out with. You know what I'm saying? And that was a road that was hard. And then not even that, how to minister to those same guys. No so that, that was the experience that I had. And then I started to invite, I, we, we had a flag football team that we ended up turning into a Bible study. And there's dudes from that Bible study that are still following Jesus to this day. So I got to see the complete full circle of being being lost and being in your sin all the way to multiplying new believers. So that's my story, man. That's what happened.
1: Man, you said so much good stuff in there. You just, I'm about to test my memory so I can recap some of that. <laughs> <laughs> One thing I loved is because I think one thing that the church can definitely do better is in that area of discipleship. I love the fact that he went to the court where you were to see how you lived. Like Jesus didn't tell them to go wash feet. He showed them how first. You know what I'm saying? Then it was, this is the example that I'm setting for you. I love the fact that he he got in the trenches to to do life with you and not just stand back six feet or helicopter view just to say, read this, pray for this. Like he was like, no, he got in the mud with you. I tell, I can't take credit for this line. because My boy Neff is the one who said it to me. But shepherds smell like sheep. You know what I mean? Like so.
0: That hey, that's crazy. I wish that's that was my. Boy.
1: I wish that was my line. I wish that was my line, but it's not. So every hey, time I said, I get underneath,
0: underneath the photo. Underneath you underneath do that. The photo, and, and no credit. I ain't giving no credit out. <laughs> I'm just gonna post it like it's mine. That's crazy. Hey, that, that, that's hard right there. i mess with that.
1: Man, dang. I knew I should all right. I'm before I'm a trademark that before you before we get off of here. I'm gonna see if I can copyright. Yeah, man.
0: Uh, Yeah, man. You're gonna have to. That's funny. That's dope though, man. That's a beautiful saying.
1: But then if you really and my whole thing with people, and I whenever I'm whenever I don't walk around and tell people, oh, I'm about to disciple you. You just it happens. And sometimes people walk up to me and they'll ask, but you either it forms organically or the spirit puts it on them to come to me and we take it from there. But I let them know 100%. why you in the mud. I'm getting muddy with you. That's it. Because I refuse to ask you to do something that I'm not doing myself. So 100%. I'm going to tell you to have accountability. And I'm going to tell you I'm going to do life with you because I have people on the other side doing that exact same thing for me. Because it's the disciples who make the disciples who make disciples. That's the way the game goes. Like, you can't. Yes, sir. Can't do this alone. And if you really. Yes, sir. you really think about it, like, it's such a spiritual warfare standpoint. Why would you attack somebody in a group? Why would you do that? Especially if you one person. You're stupid. Yeah. You about to get, that's how yeah,
0: the we be trying to do. He be trying to attack the Young Greatness Collective. we like, bro, we out here in these streets for real. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, we out here for real. Yeah, so, y'all a spiritual uh, gang.
1: We about to get into that too, right? <laughs> I started following y'all on Instagram, and it's a lot more y'all than I thought. I was like, dang, I ain't got time to do all this homework.
0: <laughs> hey, bro, listen. I'm trying to tell y'all, we out here, and there's some dudes behind the scenes that, They really the ones doing the most, you know, they're making it happen and nobody even knows about them, but uh, I tag them in my story just so y'all can go on there and try to find them if y'all want to, but
1: yeah, man, please do. Please do. And tell them a really good podcast and to come on too. like, (laughs) yeah, my my humble opinion, no pride at all. here.
0: (laughs) (laughs) For sure, man. You do a great job, man. Ain't nothing wrong with believing in yourself. You do a great job.
1: I appreciate it. I appreciate it. The other thing you said was we got a hoop. Hey man, look, hold on. Yeah, so so we
0: are just saying whenever I hoop, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm in a different mindset. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I just be out here having a good time and stuff like that. But dudes get to talking crazy. And I'm like, hey, man, I will give you a bucket. You know what, <laughs> what I'm saying? So let's get down. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's spiritual. Like, we can have Bible study after this, cuz. I like, yeah. we can pray. You know what I'm saying? But right here, when we, I'm like, a, I'm not, I'm like, a, people describe me as like a Draymond. Okay. You know what I'm saying? But I can't shoot. Okay. So, so, so it's like a dream. like I'll do all of the, I'll do all of the stuff people don't want to do. Like I'll guard the best player. I'll get the rebounds. I'll do all that stuff. Like in high school, I averaged like 10 points a game or something silly. Yeah. Um, but I got off the the year because I led the region in taking charges. So I was really good at it. Uh, so, so yeah, man, we, so yeah we can hoop, man. It's a, it's fun. It's a good time. And, uh, and, and maybe I won't do too much trash talking. We'll see.
1: No, I'm like a, uh, I'm a save version of Gary Payton. It's the only time I'm allowed to still rob people. You know what I'm saying? I pick <laughs> pockets on a basketball court. Hey, man!
2: You
3: know, it's look, the only time. It's the only time. It's the
1: only time I'm still allowed to do just like rot, takes up right out of people's pockets and just run the other way, and it's acceptable. That's
0: crazy. <laughs> That's crazy. I love it. I love it.
1: That's crazy. <laughs> I probably average like two to three points a game. That is not my thing down there. They, hey, I'm uh, nothing wrong
0: with it. Hey, listen, I need a Pat Bev on my team,
1: man. Listen, let's do it. so you
0: take on the you could take on the defensive challenge and, and i'll figure out how to mess it. around have eight eight ten points playing with me cuz i have to find you
1: let's do it so you got back into the music and you said you put out the song on soundcloud put the music out on soundcloud it wasn't good <laughs> i'm gonna respectfully disagree so talk to me about where you are with the music now so whatever degree you can talk to me about like young graden's company talk to me about all of that just let's just go ahead and dive yeah. right into that while we're here
0: yeah so so 2021. So I dropped my first like official project. We'll just keep going. I go from college and we'll just keep going. Yeah. So I ended up getting married in 2016 and and I ended up joining a local record label in this area. It was called encode It meant something in Greek. Don't ask me. I forgot now.
1: I won't. Uh, I wasn't. <laughs> I was about to just gloss right over that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but it was called In Records. We were a part of that. Me and young Chris were both a part of that label. So I dropped a project called Chosen. You can find that somewhere. That project is good. But uh, because it was on the label, It got removed from the from my platform right now. But if there's another Don Ready out there that has that chosen project, you can check that out. But I was on that label. I dropped a project called Chosen. The label shuts down six months after I joined. Yeah, crazy. Like that's crazy. um, So the guy was super big on discipleship. He didn't like the attitude and atmosphere of the artist, so he just kind of shut it down. So and he discipled me. So I ended up getting like a whole year of good solid discipleship. From him, super fruitful, super wonderful guy. His name is Brian Turpin. He was the owner of the of that nonprofit. So once the label shut down, I started trying to do music on my own in 2018. And I ended up opening for David Crowder. So that's crazy. But I ended up opening for David Crowder. And I thought at that point I was gonna blow up. Right. Now I'll tell you, Don Ready comes from the name Don Ready comes from. My name is Donovan. So Don is the first part of that. But the ready reason I reason I chose Ready was. Um, because I prayed whenever I first started music in 2016, whenever I was getting like back into it, I prayed and I said, God, don't release me to what I'm called to until I'm ready. Wow. I don't want to, I don't want to be one of these dudes that get there and can't handle their character, can't handle it. You know what I'm saying? So I'm going to give this to you. My career belongs to you. You open the door whenever I'm ready. Right. So that was 2016 Whenever I was first getting back into music. So I started going by Don Redd, and then dropped the project in 2017, started doing stuff on my own in 2018 because the label shut down. And I just, I thought I was going to take off and I didn't. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, bro, like what's going on? Like, God, I felt like you told me, you know what I'm saying? I felt like you spoke to me and told me that this is what I was called to do. And, and I started to almost quit. Right. 2019 comes around and I dropped this pro- this EP. It is on my page. It's called Line of Judah. So it's like a worship type EP. So it's on my page. You can check it out. But uh, I dropped it and that th- I had one song on there that did pretty good, but I still was not getting any traction, like as far as what I felt like I wanted to see. Then 2020 comes around and I dropped like a four track EP that whole year. And then I'm just like, bro, I'm finna quit. This is 2020. I'm like, bro, I'm finna quit. At that point, we had my baby cousins. They lived with us. And I was like, bro, I got to go out here and get this bread. You know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't got time to be doing this. In November of 2020, I literally almost quit doing music. Wow. Because I was like, bro, I was like, maybe I heard God wrong. Maybe I wasn't really called to this. Um, And I was like, that's okay. Because, you know, my my heart is, I'm like, I'll just disciple people. I'm cool. We still going to reach people for the guy. So that, that was the mindset I was in. And I went through like a two week process where I would cry. I literally, my wife can tell you, I would literally cry and I would be like, why would God call me to this just for me to let it go? You know what I'm saying? There's a video on my phone that I recorded and it was a turning point for me because God was telling me, Don, can you just keep going? Right? This is in 2020, end of 2020. He said, can you just keep going? And I'm weeping and I said it to my producer and it's actually in, if you look to the, listen to the keep going project, it's actually that first track is that some of the sound bites from that video, but I was like, I was just, I was having a moment because God was trying to remind me to keep going. I was prophesying to myself, right? Because I didn't even believe it at the time. I was just like, whatever you don't tell them what you got to be, don't tell them what you got to do. Just keep going. Right. And, And it was just what God was ministering to me, but I was projecting that because I was trying to believe in myself. Right. And then God gave me this song. It was called Keep Going. And I got everything together. I wanted to do a music video. I dropped the music video in 2021 in March. And and God was teaching me like, bro, this is not this is a marathon. This is not a sprint. Right. So then I decided, okay, I'm gonna drop a track every month or every other month. And I did that to the end of the year. And and I reached out to this guy that a lot of people probably know. His name is Caleb Gordon. So I reached out to him to do a song. And he actually he's like super He's super big now. He got like over 400,000 monthly listeners type stuff. No. Uh, so yeah, he's on like no big deal in uh, Andy Mineo Lecrae type level. Like he's big now. So so yeah, uh, I reached out to him to do a song, to do a feature. And he actually like, like was like, Don, you need to get on TikTok. <laughs> and I was like, bro, I'm not getting on this little kid app, Let's <laughs> put little kid, bro. This is for the little kids. But he's like, Don, I'm telling you, you're going to go crazy you get on TikTok. And I'm like, all right, man, we're going to see. I said, I'm going to start posting this coming up week. So me and him had a song that dropped in September the 1st, and I posted my first TikTok the day before. And that TikTok did 300,000 views. Wow. The ver- like the like It was like the 34th TikTok I posted. Wow. And, uh, and then from that point, I started committing. I said, God, I'm going to give you something to work with. I'm going to post on TikTok at least three times a day, at minimum. And I started doing that. And then I went from, I started at the beginning of the year at 75 monthly listeners. By the end of that year, I had 2,000. Right. And I was like, bro, we moving because, you know what I'm saying? I was feeling good. And at this point, like Chris wasn't even doing music. Like, Chris has got a whole family. So young Chris got a whole family. Like, he was, he has, he's a videographer full time. You know what I'm saying? So he was like focused on that. And I admired him for that. He was like, bro, I can't be doing this music, bro. Like, I got to focus on my family and stuff. And I'm like, bro, I understand. Like, I'm straight. Like, I'm with you, bro. Like, I'm just going to go out here and and I'm going to do this. And then, and then January 2021 comes back around. I got a little bit of faith. That's how God does man. Right. Like you get like, like God's like, all right, now you've seen, you got a little bit of faith. Now let's get right. And I started, to, I committed. I was like, I'm going to post at least four times a day, four to six times a day. I started posting six times a day wow. on TikTok for six months. Wow. And I grew from 10,000 followers to like six months. I grew to like 30,000 followers. And I went up to about 15,000 monthly listeners, right? This was last year, 2022. So, so we was going crazy. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? It was like, all right, bro. Like HP on HP2, I just posted a clip of it today because I was just reminiscing on it. When I said, God told me to speak the truth and stop worrying, worrying about the outcomes. When I thought about it, that's the place that I got the doubt from. I said, the team gonna be in this thing longer than Cow Tongues. I told them pass me the rock in the clutch if we down one. And I was like, I guess we down one. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's the mindset I was in. And God started to, to tell me, like, you got to make way for your team. Like, you finna have to, because they still wasn't really believing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I was like, that's a bet. I got enough faith for all of us. You know what I'm saying? I would tell them, I was texting them. And I was like, bro, we got to change that. What we are doing? Like, we got to get on TikTok. We got to do this. We got to do that. Like, let's go. Like, this is possible. Let's do it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, every day I was on the phone with Logan. I like, and Logan talk all the time anyway. You know what I'm saying? So we—I was on the phone. I was like, "Hey, bro, you need to get back in music, bro. Like you tripping? Like let's get right, let's get active, right?" Then we dropped Too Serious. So we did the music video and everything, bro. We dropped Too Serious. It was like, all right, they here. You know what I'm saying? That was the first track back. That was our, it was our—it was me and Young Chris's first track back. We got a whole slew of songs. You can go find them on our pages that we have together. Do My Thing all the way up. World Can't Hold Us. Like we got a bunch of tracks together. They're like our best tracks. Yeah. So, so we dropped this joint called Too Serious. And in June of 2022, that month started going crazy. <laughs> like we did like 10,000 streams the first month type stuff. That's song like is fire. Like, we was like, what in the world? What's going on? You know what I'm saying? So then Logan started to get a little, young Chris started to get a little faith. He was like, all right, bro. He was like, we can actually do this. Then I got him on the HP5. What happened was is that I got Bats on HP5. And then I sent him the version with, with I had a whole other I had a different verse on it, and he was like, "Yeah, bro, I don't really mess with your verse." He was like, "Send me the stems." I sent him the stems. He sends me a verse back, and I'm like, "All right, cool." You know I'm, <laughs> I'm still posting. I'm still posting on TikTok. He was going crazy on that month, uh, and I was like, "I right, bet I'm dropping this bang." I dropped it, and then I went viral on TikTok like that same week. Um, I had like two two or three videos do 200 thousand views a piece, and then I ended up growing to like. 40,000 followers at that point. So like, this is October last year. And in, in my songs, I already been saying, Mr. Young Greatness, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I had already been saying that because in my mind, I see myself as a teacher. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I say Mr. Young Greatness, because I'm going to teach these guys how to be great. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's my whole, that's my whole motto. Right. So, so yeah, man, we did, we started dropping records. And then after we dropped two series, we start we started calling ourselves Young Greatness. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We was like, I bet right, young greatness on the move, let's get it. You know what I'm saying? This is young greatness collective, let's go. You know what I'm saying? So, and then we just started to more and more, we started to call ourselves young greatness, like, hey, bro, this is young greatness, like, we a family, like, this is a unit right here. And then in November, just a couple months ago, we dropped Mindset. I forgot even changing my mindset, yeah, some man, bro. And that song started going stupid. It was I out there. Yeah. We like, what's going on? We was like, what's going on? Like, what's going on right now? And then and then I started, next thing you know, I started blowing up on Instagram. You know what I'm saying? I went up to like 20,000 followers in a couple weeks or something. i mean, going to like two or three weeks or something. And, uh, and young Chris, I started to learn how Instagram works. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I started teaching young Chris about Instagram and TikTok. I'm like, bro, we got to do this. We got to do that. You know what I'm saying? And then Young Chris drops Tears Fall. And he drops a little clip of Tears Fall. That mug does a million views type joint. It was going crazy. Then he starts exploding on TikTok too. So then, like, the whole Christian hip hop industry is watching me and Young Chris <laughs> go crazy. And we like, yeah, man, it's Young Greatness. What y'all want? We out here. You know what I'm saying? Like, what, y- what y'all trying to do? You know what I'm saying? We out here. So, so that's kind of how that is. We had the Young Greatness already in our hearts. You know what I'm saying? And we were already a family. We were friends before. You know what I'm saying? So when doing the music is just a bonus. It's just fun for us. So yeah, I mean, now we got we have, we have got producers that we've been working with for years. You know what I'm saying? We got graphic designers we've been working with. Logan is a videographer himself. Young know, Chris is a videographer himself. So man, we just, at this point, we just like, okay, God, whatever you want to do, we cool with it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm, I'm just crazy. We're at 90,000 monthly listeners, probably going to hit 100K this month, monthly listeners. And I'm just, I'm flabbergasted. I'm shocked. I'm astonished. I don't don't even know what to say. I'm just like, all right, cool, God. Whatever you want to do, I'm cool with it. Same, the same heart I had when I started, like, God don't release me until I'm ready. I'm like, we must be ready. You know what I'm saying? We must have the maturity. We must have the character to be able to maintain it. So, yeah, man. That was a long version to answer that.
1: That's all good. Because. Heavenly Poetry Three, because I know you call it. I know so when you abbreviate HP Five, I just want people to know. So Heavenly Poetry Three is my personal favorite. That's the one that that's the one that got me hooked. That's the one that got me hooked. So I'm a big fan of that. I'm a fan of all of them, but that's my favorite. favorite.
0: It's my favorite too, because it it had the most. It had the most. Which one's my favorite? HP Three and Seven. Heavenly Poetry Three and Heavenly Poetry Seven are my two favorites. Heavenly Poetry Three, it just has so much feeling to it. Because at that point. That Was in March when I dropped that, and at that point, I was starting to see this is possible, you know what I'm saying? Like, I I went viral on TikTok in January, like real viral in January, yeah. and Christian hip hop was starting to recognize me. And then, unless I was like, This world code, but ain't code as us, you know what I'm saying? They counting on my failures, but that's looking yeah. like hope to us, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's whenever I just started to, I was just like, Bro, God, God's just opening up my pen, and I started going crazy with the pen, and then from that point. We started to have more faith. That's whenever I think young Chris and them and uh, the rest of our team started to really believe like this is possible. You know what I'm saying? And then We just started going crazy. So
1: so for anybody who might be listening right now, let's just say they never heard your music and they just picked up one of your songs for the first time. What's something you would want them to take away?
0: Man, that I make music for I make music as a soundtrack for people's journeys in Christ. That's real. That's what I want you to take away. Ooh. Is that whatever journey you're going through, I got a song for it. And if I don't, I will. So that that's a, that's the biggest thing I want you to take away. So we got songs on there from from Heavenly Poetry One, where we talk, where we felt like we slept on the songs, where it's like I got a song coming out. It's like Heavenly Poetry style, hearing hearing a little bit, and I'm basically talking about now that I've seen some success, like I'm starting to I'm starting to feel the jealousy in my DMs when these guys hit me up. Mm. I'm starting to feel that you know what i'm saying so any level of ministry that you're in any level of walking your life that you're in you know what i'm saying i'm making i'm trying to make music for that so from the loss all the way to being saved and trying to just continue in the faith so yeah
1: bro at my church i have been forbidden to have anything to do with the worship team or the soundboard so some of these questions i'm gonna ask is specifically in your world because i can't even set foot in there they don't want me to sing up in there it's bad it's real bad <laughs> Not even loud, bro. All
0: right, go ahead, go ahead. Chief. Not even, I'm
1: not even allowed. Like it's like I don't even think that the guy want me singing in the shower. It's so bad. Like I got. It's wow, just, it, yeah, it's, it's, Yeah, it's, the it's, it's
0: Just tell you to stop. The priest yeah. like, hey man, right. Hey chill.
1: Yeah. yeah. J- just, hum <gasps> nicely so and and don't get too loud. Don't get too loud. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey, that's crazy. Yeah, you just, just calm.
1: Just remain calm. Up in there, right? So, how do you stay motivated and inspired to to make music? Like, what where does that where does that inspiration come from? How do you stay motivated to do that?
0: It's because of what I believe about music. I believe music is one of the most powerful tools that minister to people, regardless if it's Christian or not. So, music's gonna minister regardless. That's what it was created to do. Music has a rhythm, and I believe that that a lot of people try to get in rhythm with God, but they got the wrong music. I believe the right music can help you get in rhythm with God. I remember in uh, one of the kings in the Old Testament, I can't remember exactly what scripture it is right now, but I know the story. It was one of the prophets. They were like, hey, bring the prophet so that he can show us how to get free. And the prophet said, hey, bring me a musician, right? Why did he need a musician in order to prophesy, right? It doesn't make sense. He he didn't need a musician, but he he understood the power of music. Right. It said then the musician started playing skillfully and then he started prophesying from the Lord. Right. You know what I'm saying? So. So I think music is a gateway. It is a rhythm. It is a pattern that gets you in alignment with whatever season of life you're in. Right. That's what that's music's goal. So I think like like the Lord says, when the Lord was bringing them out of Israel and stuff, he was like he was like, hey, write down on tablets what I've done and then sing a new song into the Lord. Right. So what he was saying, he was like, peg this moment with the song. Right. So he was telling the peg, the moment they were in with the song. So that's what I'm trying to do in my walk with Christ is peg moments with the song. So because I realized how powerful that is to peg those moments, it's not hard for me to stay motivated because I know people are doing stuff in their life that they need somebody to give them the directions on what to do and where to go. And I'm like, I'm slowly dropping hints and keys on how to get there. And then I get to come on podcast and talk to you and I can really explain it in depth. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, man, it's not hard to stay motivated. Even with the content, it's not hard to stay motivated with creating content because it's a ministry, right? You know how many OnlyFans models is posting every single day?
1: Thank God right? I don't. Thank God I don't.
0: <laughs> I mean, I, yeah, that's good, know but what I'm saying, mean. like, yeah, like right. I, there's a lot of them, and they're posting multiple times a day. Right. Right. They out here ministering to people, right? You know what I mean? In a different way. The word minister means to look after. They out here looking after these men, trying to get them to come to their OnlyFans site. Right? You know what I'm saying? And me, I'm like, nah, bro. We got to compete with that. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, like, as many Christian content creators as we got. Y'all got to be posting. Y'all can't talk about I need to do this. I mean, nah. The OnlyFans model, she ain't taking no break.
2: Right. You
0: know what I'm saying? Like, she's posting every single day consistent. We got to be the same. And so that's my motivation. That's a ministry for me. Me posting content is a ministry. And in every single area in the Bible, people, God gave them a problem to try to fix, right? Moses, Abraham, everybody, he gave them a problem. Like there was a problem they had to solve. And for me, that's one of those. It's like, I want to be on content and somebody hear my music. How many DMs I've gotten over the last two months where people have said, I was listening to secular music, but then I started listening to your music and now I've been able to walk away from secular. right? We out here competing, dog. I want to sound just as good as somebody that's secular. As far as the sound as far as the quality but the package is different right right you know what i'm saying the i mean the content of the package is different but on the outside what people see i want it to be just as good right so that when they hear it they're like man this is mixed well this sounds well this was creative you know what i'm saying but at the same time they like yeah this is different but then they get in that teaching where they're like i ain't even got to listen to secular anymore because this is fire you know what i'm saying so whenever i have all those things on my mind and my heart and i know how powerful music is like i see how power music is everywhere bro like it's everywhere when you're on the elevator why they playing music on the elevator you don't need music on the elevator right right but they're trying to calm you while you're on the elevator you know how many people have anxiety getting on elevators so what they do they put music in there right because they understand how powerful music is and how it can soothe you and make you feel comfortable, different stuff like that. So it was the same thing whenever we was at parties, you know what I'm saying? The DJ knew, he said, there's a couple of records that I can get these boys acting ruthless." Right. Right. I DJ weddings on the side. So a, a, some people don't know about me. on I DJ weddings, I can change the whole atmosphere of a wedding reception based on what songs I play. 100%. You know what I'm saying? like, And uh, and, uh, I've even learned to control if I'm ready to to be done. You know what I'm saying? At a reception, I can control that by what songs I play. Right? You know what I mean? So that's how powerful music is, that I can control what people are doing because of the music. So that's why, in my mind, I'm like, I want people to run towards Jesus, run towards Christ. You know what I'm saying? So I'm going to make music in a way that draws people in. But when they get there, they're like, dang, I didn't realize how much fruit was here. Right, so it's in that sense, it's not hard at all for me to stay motivated at all.
1: So, no, that's real. So, and you kind of just touched on this. So, how do you stay rooted in Christ? Then, with the platform that God is giving, like what steps do you take to make sure, like, look, we are doing this for Him, unto Him, because I know that this is all from Him.
0: Right. Yeah, I think it goes back to Matthew six thirty three that I was talking about earlier. It's seeking first the kingdom. You know what I'm saying, and then all the rest of that will be added to you. You know what I'm saying? We're seeing all the numbers that we want to see lately. You know what I'm saying? We're seeing the stream numbers we want to see. You know what I'm saying? I'm on track to do 5 million streams this year, independent. That's crazy. So we're seeing everything we want to see. But because of the journey that God brought me on to get here, you know what I'm saying? My motivation from where I started was that I wanted to see people walking free. Right? I wanted to get, I wanted to be someone that they are like, we go to this guy to do good music. You know what I'm saying? So as far as staying rooted in Christ, I talk to young Chris every day. And me and young Chris, we mentor each other and disciple each other. There's some stuff that's really, that's happened really recent in our circle with, with decisions that we had to make. Cause you know, we've been growing at a rapid race. People want to do stuff, different stuff like that. And it's like, man, is this going to honor God? I don't know. I don't know about this. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like we, we made the decision as a group, for me not doing features. So because I don't want to exploit the gospel and exploit artists and be like, yeah, bro, just pay me a thousand dollars. Right. That sounds good. Right. But I don't want to, I don't want to exploit that, but I also don't want to just be on everybody's song either. Cause I don't agree with everybody's theology. That's good. Right. You know what I'm saying? So we made that decision as a group and we're in transparency. Like we're super open and transparent with our team. Our whole team is super open and transparent. You know what I'm saying? So we make a practice of that. We seek out that. You know what I'm saying? Like we we hold each other accountable. Those accountabilities help us stay rooted. I'm also married. So I have a different accountability system,
2: right. right?
0: Where my team, there was a decision that I had to make and my team was like, yeah, man, you shouldn't do that at all. But my wife brought a different perspective, mm. right? Then I brought that perspective to my team and they were like, oh, that's a good way to think about that. So like there's multiple foundations of, of accountability. And then on top of that, I'm plugged into my local church. That's what's up, you know what I'm saying, so like I have a three strand cord of my team, young greatness, my wife, and then my church of people who can help hold me accountable so and they, they help under help me understand my motives and what I'm doing, and they encourage me you know what I'm saying I'm probably the one the one that's talking the talking the least about my success. the people around me are more crazed about the success I'm seeing than I am. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm like, bro, like, we're not here for that, necessarily. we here for that. Like, we want to see the success. But what we're here for is we got to get to the top. I'm trying to change the whole music industry. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm trying to change. I've seen a lot of stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'll be talking crazy in my songs, but I'm being serious. Like, God put me in this space walking with grace to put an end to that. You know what I'm saying? Like, when I say my lyrics, I'm meaning what I end up. God put me in this space of Christian music to change it to where it's like back on Jesus and we're walking in love. And we're not envious and jealous of each other, but we love each other. I want to see other Christian rappers do great because there's a girl who's posting on TikTok right now trying to get dudes to go to her OnlyFans. I need you to post on TikTok. Right. I need other Christian artists to post on TikTok. I need other Christian creators. I'm not in competition with y'all. Right. I'm in competition with the plans of the enemy and what he's trying to do. You know what I'm saying? Like the battle isn't with fresh flesh and blood, but in spirits and principality. Come on. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm I'm not in battleship with my flesh and blood with the people that's right here. Like, y'all my brothers. I want to see y'all succeed. Go make your bread. Go get your streams Go do what you're doing. That's fine. Great. You got to have money to be able to do what you're doing. But at the same time, you need to be out here being consistent, posting this content, because there's people out here who are trying to get these young guys and these kids in their vortex. Right. They're trying to get them in their cycle. And I'm like, nah bro, I want them in my spin cycle. You know what I'm saying? Like I want them because I, I know who I am and I know I'm going to I'm gonna do what I can to be fruitful to them. All right, so, And I want all their responsibility. I'm not scared of none of that. You know what I'm saying? I'm not scared of the accountability that comes with that. I'm not scared to answer hard questions. I'm not scared to, to have to do the hard things, to love people whenever they don't love you back. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, hopefully I answered that.
1: <laughs> no, that's real because we can't compete with each other because what God has for you is for you. What he has for me is for me. I want you to have whatever God, has for you because from a biblical standpoint what he has for you is for you you are so uniquely you are so uniquely and wonderfully made that's how important you are to god that no one can do what you were called to do except you no one can be you except you no one can fulfill that plan that god has for your life except you so you might as well just go ahead and be you because everyone else is already taken. There is no other you. So you might as well just get out there and do it. At all, So That level of competition just divides up all of our resources.
0: At like, all. That, that's what I tell my wife all the time. I'm like, I'm going to go out here and get a bucket. You know what I'm saying? I'm speaking in reference to the ministry of right. the gospel. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to go out here and get a bucket. I'm going to do what they won't do. You know what I'm saying? And I'm going to do what, what what they don't want to do so that we could try to reach them. I'm trying to be all things to all men in order to reach a few. You know what I'm saying? So, so
1: yeah. oh, that's, that's one of my favorite sermons that I preached on was Paul when he talked about that. I love yeah. that because I break this down to people a lot about it's the man, the message, and the method. Like if you really yeah. look at what Paul said when he was talking about the Jews and the Gentiles there, the man, physically Paul, was surrendered to to Jesus Christ, so the yeah. message that he was bringing and carrying forth was the message of the saving power of Jesus. Yeah, he never he didn't adjust that. The only thing that he did was wherever he was going, he adjusted the method he would carry himself and speak in a way that you would receive him no matter where he was going, and it wasn't fronting, it wasn't faking or anything to that degree. He basically said, "Look, I'm not going to let you slam this door on me before I even get here." Yeah. So it's certain times of the year, if I go see some of my Catholic friends, I know what I'm about to have on Friday for dinner. If we at their house, you know what I mean? It's like, it's if I'm in, if I'm in the projects, I'm not talking in the same way that I am when I'm talking in the boardroom at work,
0: One hundred percent.
1: I'm not going to change the message of the gospel, but I'm going to say this in a way that everybody can understand it. So hopefully when I walk away, we grabbed at least one for the kingdom.
0: 100%. Jesus did it, bro. Right, like Jesus, he would go to would go to the crowds, and he's like, "The kingdom of God is like a treasure hidden in the field. When a man finds it, he sells everything he has." Right? And the disciples is like, "Hey, cuz, what do you mean by that?" <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, so it was trying to break it down later, and then he broke it down to him for the people who really wanted to know and wanted to hear. You know what I'm saying? But Jesus did the same thing where he was trying to deliver it in a way, in a metaphoric way, that people can grasp it and take it in. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, I'm just trying to be like Jesus in that way. Or I want to deliver it to you. A lot of my songs feel like metaphors sometimes. You know what I'm saying? like, like, uh, Sometimes people feel like my songs don't have the meat of uh, scripture. Like I'm not out here quoting verses of scripture in my song. You know what I'm saying? But when you dig down into the lyrics of my songs, which is my expectation for every song, Is that like people would actually people have messaged me and been like, bro, you was talking right on this one song. Like there's so much stuff in here that we didn't even realize was there. Right. You know what I'm saying? And that's fruit. That's fruit for me. So
1: I've learned how to talk to people and give them Romans eight without quoting Romans eight directly, because sometimes that runs people away. You know what I mean? I think that I've just learned how to talk to the audience that I'm that's in front of me. And some people. So I have been talking to people and they said, hey, what Bible verse is that? And then I got to tell them right in there. Like some, you got to be, you got to be ready. You got to, you have to know your audience and who you are talking to. So sometimes I got to hit them with, is this verse, is on this page, is this verse the Bible? Other times I can talk to them in a manner where I'm not actually just saying, okay, well, you need wisdom. This is where this chapter and verse is in Proverbs. You know what I'm saying? I can talk to them about wisdom just from my testimony, my life story and all the stupid things I did. And like, let me tell you, it's another way to live out there. So yeah, you you just, you just mentioned this a little bit ago and to whatever degree you want to dive into it. Can you talk about the differences of being an independent artist and being on an independent label versus signing like a major record label? Like maybe the pluses and minuses of both or any of the differences? Yeah.
0: So, so I'm an independent artist and to explain it in the easiest way possible, a label is a bank right? So when you're an artist, you get a loan from a label and your job is to make the money back, pay off the loan, and then you're going to make money too, right? So as an independent artist, you're your own bank. And that, that's where it's hard because it takes money to be able to grow and get your message out there. It's even tougher in Christian music because then you start getting into marketing and business and all that stuff. And the people are scary when it comes to that in Christian, right? so So as far as the... As far as the positive and negatives of each, that's the, like the simplest explanation I can give between a, yeah. between an independent and a record label. Record label is a bank and they have resources and connections, right? But they can get you somewhere faster because they have money and they know the person to get you in the door. Right? As far as being independent, the positive and negatives. So the positive of being independent is that I can release whatever I want. Mm-hmm. I don't have anybody telling me when I can drop, what I can drop, how much I can drop. I can do whatever I want. Another thing is that all the money comes to me. Right. I can divvy it out to whoever I want to, but it's all coming to me first. Right. And, and then also being an independent artist, I could talk about what I want on mm-hmm. songs. So if I want to say Jesus Christ died for my sins, I can say that and no label's going to be like, nah, bro, take that out. That's whack. Oh, we don't like that. Or no, that's not the message we're going for. Where guys on some of the Christian guys who's been on labels, they've had that where the label either didn't want to drop their music or they didn't want to drop certain songs because they were so explicitly the gospel right? I can do it however I want to. As an independent artist, I have the soul freedom. The negatives of being an independent artist is that you got to be really good at finance. You got to be good at business. The most heartbreaking thing that God taught me in 2022 when I almost quit was, Don, your personal finances got to be in order so you can invest in yourself, right? So I started doing that. And at the end of 2020, after I decided I was going to keep going, I started doing that. I invested. My team, Young Greatest, my team was Surprised that I kept up, I still have those numbers of how much money I spent because I was on a strict budget. I spent like eight to ten thousand dollars. I can't remember it was like nine thousand something on 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 my career in twenty twenty one, right? But it was because I got my finances in order, I was able to invest that nine or ten thousand dollars. And people don't realize that's what a label is going to do. They're going to give you advance of ten thousand dollars, and they're going to give you advance of blah blah blah. But then you got to make that money back, right? And you don't and you don't make that money back like straight yeah. up, like. Whatever your split is, say your split's 50%, you got to make that money back within that 50%. So if you borrowed $100 from the label and then you make 50 back, you only made 25 made back. The label got their 25 and you're paying the $100 back out of your 25. You see what I'm saying? That's how they get you. So because they're a bank, they're giving out loans and they're charging interest. You know what I'm saying? It's a different way of doing it, but that's what they are. Labels are back. Oh, so, another negative is that there's been doors that I had to wait on open versus being on a label. They could just kick you in the door, right? They could just get you, make sure you're on playlists. Make sure you got the videographers around you. Make sure you got the features around you. You know what I'm saying? That you need to be successful. Make sure you got the image. Get you the blue check on Instagram. You know what I'm saying? Like they're yeah. going to do all that stuff. Yeah. You know? and we're figuring out how to do all that stuff ourselves. Right? And we got to come out of our pocket to pay for it, where the label would pay for it if you want the label. So, so those are the positive and negatives of each one.
1: So I see all the computers and everything behind you. So when you working on music, not as you just kind of drop that on, it's like, what does your typical day look like when you're working on music or you're working on projects or you work with other artists?
0: Yeah, so most of my verses come late at night. So I'm usually up and I'm thinking about something. Sometimes I'm driving around in my car and, and I'll just get a bar. It'll just come to me. Right. It's the creative processes are different is my point, but i will be driving around my car and the bar come to me and then I just sit there and I'm like, Ooh, it's a bunch of bars coming to me. I think it's more spirit led yeah. that the the lines are coming to me. And then there's other times where like I'm listening to beats and I'm like, Ooh, it's hard. And I start recording melodies. I'm like,
3: you know what I'm saying?
0: Like I'm just recording ideas and I'm going crazy. Then I'll break, I add the lyrics in later. So it's a different creative process for one, but as far as what a typical day is like for me, if I am, I'm not full-time as an artist yet. Uh, DistroKid is behind. So even though we've been seeing numbers, DistroKid is like three months behind. Oh, so wow. So okay. I am I'm, i haven't seen what the checks look like. <laughs> <laughs> so so there's, there's this big explosion. We did like times three of where I was already at. And I was, and that's what I needed to do to go full-time. So mm-hmm. we'll see what these checks are looking like. A, I have a job that lets me be pretty flexible. So I take off days. Tuesday is my off day. So that's, today. So that's where I schedule. That's where I schedule my podcast and stuff like that. So, uh, so basically I have a calendar that has all my stuff on it on uh, what I need to do. I have a to-do list that says, Hey, these are the things you need to get done and you got to get it done. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? So if it's like sending emails out, doing stuff like that, a lot of times I do a lot of late nights because my wife goes to sleep. She works early in the morning. So that's why I'm responding to emails, getting back to people. It may be one or two o'clock in the morning. I send you an email back. You know what I'm saying? That's because like I'm up meditating. Sometimes I'm reading scripture, different stuff like that. So so yeah, record, but it, it's way more than that. It's like record, it's making the connections, completing features, and getting your website updated. Remember, I'm independent. You right. know what I'm saying? So I'm doing everything where normally they would on a label, they would send you to like, hey, let's send you to our social media expert, right? And they'll go and get your socials looking good. Nah, young greatness, we doing that together. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like we happen to talk about what does this look good? Is that does that look good? What does this look like? You know what I'm saying? Like having to do that ourselves, getting websites set up. We got our own Young Greatness has its own tour manager now. No booking, booking agent, booking agent. Whenever we a booking agent's last tour manager, where he's where he handles all of our bookings. You know what I'm saying? So as far as shows and different stuff like that. So we're getting it all set up, but it just happened so fast. We were already getting it set up because we felt like it was coming. You know, so we felt like time was coming, but now we're having to do it a little faster. Yeah. In the pace that we thought. And that's just that's the work that we're doing and answering each other's questions, sending mixes back and forth. What does this sound like? Does this song sound like it has good theology in it? Does it not? You know what I'm saying? Is this song going to cause somebody to stumble? Because we struggle with that. We're too serious. Because the music video had had some had some teenage teenage girls that were a part of a dance company locally. And we didn't control what they dressed, but we didn't even think about it. We shot it. And we got a lot of backlash because of that. My backlash on social media. They were like, "Bro, like, chill. You're causing people to stumble." And we didn't think about that. So now we're like super careful to think about that. And anybody listening to this podcast, we do care. You know what I'm saying? Like, we do care. And uh, and people got to understand that. There's well, certain stuff that you don't. We didn't even think about. We, you don't think about. And now that we've seen growth, now we know this is something for us to think about. And that's the difference between the label and not a label, too. Is that a label usually has the experience where they know, hey, stay away from this. Right. Or do this. So that's kind of the that's kind of me going back and answering that more of that question, but also right. answering the current
1: question. So. So let's pretend for a second, Dan, that you were going to do some features, whatever. Is there an artist out there that you would want to work with that you haven't had the opportunity to work with yet? Like, who would your top five be Event, I can't wait to work with this person?
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, so I'm not doing features where people have to pay me to be on right. the song. Right. So it's not that I wouldn't do features or it's not that I wouldn't pay to do a song with somebody. If I had my top five, it would be Todd Brazler, a guy named Todd Brazler. He's a Christian artist. Aaron Cole, Elevation Worship. Okay. Maverick City. Who else? Top five. Probably KB. KB. That's probably my top five. So, yeah.
1: He's got a lot of stuff out right now. He has some yes. stuff out right now. Yes. Yes. KB is different. He's different. Yeah. His he been he's it's been his stuff has been crazy lately. No I worries. think he
0: follows me on, on Instagram. <laughs> I think,
1: so nice. I think
0: everybody, but I don't know. I don't think Elevation follows me, but there's some people on Maverick City who follow me as well.
1: That's what's so up. That's what's up. All
0: of those guys follow me. Besides, so I think all of those could be possible at some point. We will see. <laughs>
1: So how can people, because I know, like you say, you're doing the independent thing. So how can people support you and your music? What's the best way for fans or people who listen to this? Like, man, I want to get involved in some capacity. How can they support what you're doing?
0: Yeah. So artists make money. Artists make money to be able to support their families in a couple of different ways. So it's streaming. So listen to the music, leave it playing while you go to sleep. Uh, <laughs> we still get plays we still get plays even if you sleep so streaming the music we do concerts and shows come to a show come to a concert let's worship the Lord together and we, we sell merchandise that helps and so, one thing that I've seen some of my fans doing that I really love is that I can't get to all the comments like I used to be able to and they'd be on there like they'd be like what song is this and I used to have to respond myself right now the fans in there they respond that's, what's up. that's <laughs> like, what's yeah, up. this <laughs> song is called man keep doing that man yeah. Like, like that helps me out. So that we try to go through the comments on our old posts. That's something we do in our workday to try to go through the comments and then respond back to people because some people have legitimate questions. Or like I had somebody comment that somebody created a fake account saying they were me. So, so I see those. So I go through those different stuff. So that's the process of that's the process of how you can kind of kind of help financially and in other ways. Man, just pray for us, bro.
1: Like,
0: like pray that the right doors will be open. Come on. Right. And that God will close the doors that don't need to be open. Like slam them closed too, not just close them, like slam them up. <laughs> so we just know not to walk in there. You know what I'm saying? So you know, like like we had to be walking in disobedience in order for us to walk in the door. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, right. So so that's uh, something you can do is just pray like God, like 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 I see what these guys are doing. And I feel like they're ministering to people. God, continue to open doors for them to be able to do what you call to do and give them the confidence, courage. But also humbleness and meekness to be able to do it. You know what I'm saying? So
1: how hard is it to become established as like a Christian rapper, R and B singer on like on an independent bench? Like how hard is it to become established like that? Really hard. Good answer. Okay, next question.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Man, it's it's so many. You gotta be built for it in the Mm. sense of you gotta have a mindset that that I'm doing this for Jesus and I'm not gonna let up. I'm not gonna quit it. The biggest thing. But I tell people is I'm like, you got to make up your mind when you start that you're not quitting. That's real. Regardless, because then that relentlessness, and then you get to the point once you see a brick wall, that relentlessness just automatically kicks in. You know what I'm saying? And then you start to do the recovery process faster. Like when you see when the numbers start to fall off, you don't sit there and think, dang, we ain't going to do it. We ain't going to do it. Like, God, you ain't going to do it. Nah, that's not even my mindset no more. Like, we, like we see numbers fall off, and I'm like, I bet we finna get right back. Right. Hey, let me go ahead and get this bucket. I'm finna go get a bucket real quick. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. like you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, that's that's kind of how I feel. Like, hey, bro, we got lock up. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know when you hooping, you like, hey, bro, you down four or five? You You're like, hey, man, we got to play D one time. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's right. how I feel. Like, we we got to just drop the next song. We got to just drop the next piece of content. Only thing you do is do the next thing God told you to do. You know what I'm saying? And that's, but that's how hard it is. You got to have your mind made up because it's not, and especially in Christian rap, like dudes, dudes are not going just bow down and be like, yeah, man, you nice. You could be the coldest dude. You could be the coldest dude out and dudes will treat you like you the wackest dude out, which is okay. But you got to believe in yourself. You got to believe God called you to it. And when I say you got to believe in yourself, there's going to be somebody listening that's going to be like, why are you telling us to believe in yourself? I'm saying you got to believe and the purpose and destiny on. that God put inside of you. That's real. Right. You got to believe that God created you for something. Right. And say, OK, God, I'm not going to quit until you it either happens or you completely close the door. Right. And he'll do that. You know, what I'm saying he'll close the door if you want him to close the door. But I felt like God spoke it to me and said, Don, this is what I want you to do. And I had to believe it all the way to the, to, to the end. And we're not at the end. You know what I'm saying we somewhere in the middle. So we are just starting to see a little success. But th- this is I told I, I text young Chris the other day. I said, hey bro, we got to go all the way to the top. Like this ain't this ain't it. Like we got to go all the way to the top. We have to go all the way to the top because we're trying to change the industry and we can't do that unless we have the top. You know what I'm saying? So and when I say the top, I mean where we have so much influence that we can help change the culture where now we're impacting the culture. Like what Lecrae has done. What Lecrae has done to the Christian culture is absolutely—I mean, Christian rap culture is absolutely crazy. I Man, that's the kind of impact that we're trying to have. Is where we're stepping in to to, to carry that mantle because Lecrae—he's getting older. Somebody got to carry the mantle. Somebody got to do it. You know what
1: I'm saying? So why not us? I was just saying to somebody the other day: if God called me to do it, then why not me? Because like that doesn't like that doesn't equate. Like he's undefeated, so why not me? Because just like when you and I talked before we went on air, it was not my idea to start a nonprofit. The whole mission and vision behind Redwood, like I'm not the creative type, like I'm more of a logic reason and like, give me the numbers, break it down, like kind of that's type. Like, so yeah. that's how I knew it was a Lord. This podcast, this was all God, like none of this was my idea. And I'm sitting yeah. here and I tell you to to your point, I'm sitting there in my flesh thinking who is even going to listen to me on air? Because everybody's grandmother got a podcast now. Because this stuff is especially at the 2020 because it's so readily available and everybody was sitting at home, right? Yeah. Everybody was doing something. And then I checked the other day and I'm like, this podcast, Glory to God, is in seven different countries right now. And I was like, that's I,
0: different.
1: That was like, that is crazy. And we've been out since August of 22. I was like, that's look different. at what
0: God heard, is doing. The bucket for real.
1: Yeah, look I at what look God is doing. I'm and yes, it's like, sure. some, some of the episodes may have far more listens than others, but like, I try not to get too high or get too low well, Sometimes you, you just gotta, you can't. And then sometimes I got to laugh at myself. Cause I post a podcast and it will do really well. And then I post one of my sermons and nobody will listen to it. And I'm like, these dudes really don't want to hear me preach. Let me get a guest on here real quick. <laughs> you know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, man. It's Funny. something about you're creating podcast. You're creating an avenue for people to, to, you're creating a safe place. And a safe haven for people to come in and hear what other people's stories are, but you get to guide it, right? You get to guide it and take it in the direction that you want to. It's a super powerful thing. I think there should be more Christian podcasts. More, the more content that's out there, that the more that people are gonna have stuff to soak in, really be discipled by the content and be sculpted by the content. So, um, I think what you're doing is awesome. That's why I'm here,
1: brother. I appreciate you even being on here and saying that. And it, you just what you just said lines up. My man Joey over at Verna Studios, he and I meet monthly just to go over like content and get everything out. And we're really getting ready to by the time I don't by the time this drops, let's just say this is March or April of 2023, we're really getting ready to put out more content on YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, all over yeah. because of exactly what you just said. We're trying to put out the message of Jesus. This is that's why if anybody goes to the Redwood Instagram page, like you see, you see, you see in the story. Things being shared from things all over the world, not just churches yeah. in Cleveland, Ohio. It's churches yeah. in California. It's artists in Nebraska. It's like this church in Texas is giving away X, Y, Z amount of meals and clothes and shoes. Share it, share yeah. it all. So because it's not us versus them, like we are all in this together. Like we are one body in Christ. So let's work together to put this message out there. I stand on that whole, that old school phrase of like rising tides raises all ships yeah you know I mean? so it's to tear down my brother and sister just because they're doing better than me it doesn't that doesn't equate to me man we it's room for us all to sense. eat in the kingdom there's room for us all yeah. to eat in the kingdom
0: that don't make sense and scripture didn't say that <laughs> you know what i'm saying like scripture didn't say that it actually said the opposite that the battle is not flesh and blood but you know what i'm saying it actually said the opposite you know what I'm saying? So, so these folks, these folks be on a triple, but I still love them and I'm still walking with grace. And I'm gonna still try to, whenever I meet them and, and we have conversations, I'm still gonna try to love the best that I can.
1: So, I give you another one. It also says in the New Testament, they sold everything. Okay. They met the needs yeah. of each other. And I know that they're talking about meeting the needs of the community, but they're not tearing each other down and attacking each other in that process either just because one has and one does. And it's like, how can we come together? Yeah. So, and that's what a lot of redwood is—just unity in the kingdom of God. We are too divided, in my opinion. In my, we're yeah. too divided to be to have this spiritual warfare around us all the time. Like you were using the OnlyFans scenario earlier—the enemy is always at work. Why are we at war? Why are the good guys at war? The enemies is always at work. Like, why are we fighting each other? Come on, that doesn't make sense. Come man. on, I always—I told this joke to the young guys at when we were doing our Connect group. I said, I really don't. I said, if you're an Avengers fan, like, I really don't understand this concept that. Iron Man and Captain America are fighting in the airport and Thanos just built this intergalactic army. <laughs> like, what like what do you like? Just think about this. Like, why are we not more unified in the kingdom? We know the enemy's plan is to kill, steal, and destroy and cause division in family. The body of Christ should be a family. We already have his game plan. Why do we stand so divided when we should be more unified? Our differences should not separate us like this. And I'm not talking about like doctrinal flow. I'm talking about, I'm talking like we're six miles apart and we don't even, we're not even talking to each other and praying for each other. Right. Right. I can't wrap my head around that. What can we expect from you and your team in the future? What, anything you got coming down the pipe that you can share?
0: Yeah, man. Yeah. So, so expect a lot of, a lot of consistency. We want to be consistent and release some music. And really we're just trying to be faithful, but expect merchandise, expect tours all the things you would expect from an artist, from like a Christian music artist, but also expect us to do something that, that's a little crazy that we wouldn't expect from us because we trying to, we really trying to reach the people. So I'm just going to say, I don't want to say too much because right. my team will be like, hey bro, <laughs> you, you talking too much on these podcasts. I probably already done said too much and they're going to be like, Don, you got to chill. So that, that I get the Don, you got to chill because I'll be talking crazy and I'll be saying too much all the time.
1: Bro, just put me in one of the videos. Just put me, like I can do the dance, hey, shiny suits. Do let's do it. Let's do it. Take, take it back to Puffy and Bad Boy. Just dance, moving shiny suits. Hey, let me get it. In or let's depending go, depending on the mood, you know, what I'm saying I can go back with Suge in a red and black suit and a cigar. You just let me know. <laughs>
0: hey, but, hey, man, chill, because you know them, them them uh, you don't want them people on in the comments on you. You know
1: what I'm saying? Yeah, that's probably true. Kind of, I can hear it right now. What kind of Christian podcast is this? They talk about puffy and shit. <laughs> so what kind of Christian podcast is this? That's how, they, that's how they get you. One where the host wasn't always serving Jesus. That's the answer to your question, in case anybody listening. Because it was not right. always like this for me. Talk to so him. that's just talk the truth. To
3: him. I
1: Bruh, to talk to him. Yeah, because it wasn't always like this. It wasn't always like this. But... To everything we've been talking about earlier, your testimony for somebody else. so the stuff that you went through, God can use to be a blessing to other people who come in, who's coming into your spirit of influence. so I'm not, a, I'm not ashamed about where I was. God is using it for his glory, so they can comment. It's all good. it's all good. If you could be remembered for one thing, what would it be?
0: I could be remembered for one thing. I think if I could be remembered for one thing, it would be that I live a faithful life to Jesus. And I know that sounds like the Christian answer, so I'll elaborate on it, is that I've seen a lot of my heroes have humongous moral failures in their walks with Jesus. Now that I don't think they're saved or anything like that, but I've seen them have humongous moral failures in their walk, and it really is a stumbling block to Christian. And I wanted it in my life for them to say, Don, like, you know what they say about LeBron? And they're like, he ain't had no scandals. Right. Like, his whole career, he ain't had no scandals. That's what I want him to say. Not that I feel like I'm a LeBron or anything. I
1: know what you <laughs> mean. I feel like
0: I'm saying I, I want to go through my whole career and people to say, dang, Don didn't have no scandals. You know what I'm saying? So he didn't have nothing that caused people to stumble in the sense of in his personal walk with Jesus awesome. that he had a big moral failure or anything like that. You know what I'm saying? That That's what I want. I want people to know like he was faithful to the things of God to the very end. So yeah.
1: Man, that needs to be a clip right there. Thank you for sharing that. That is money. Thank you for sharing that, brother. I am sad about this because this is the final segment of the podcast. Thank you for being on here today. Thank you for doing this, man. This has been—I had way too. I had more fun doing this than even I thought I was going to. I've been hyped about this all day. <laughs> it's talking you.
0: Listen, it was very good. Some. I'm always one of those people. Like anything I'm a part of, I try to find fruit in it. And like, there's some stuff that you said that I thought was super, and it's dope to see that we have some of the same experiences. You as a podcast, and me as an artist, with our social media, it's super encouraging. So, thank you for allowing me to be it. on the podcast. I appreciate like, it. It's an honor.
1: When this is not, bro, I really that's it's humbling because I I give all God all the credit because let's find when I when we get off of here, I'm gonna send you one of the links to one of the podcasts that I was a guest on, bro. Our testimony, our testimonies have a lot of overlap. Like your yeah. the only the main yeah. difference was what you were talking about for high school. I was doing in college. I was like, it's crazy. Like hearing you talk was just like, man, this is there's a lot of overlap here. So
0: yeah,
1: I appreciate your transparency and everything you told us today. And that brings me to our final segment. This is our let them know segment where you can share anything you want with the audience, whether it be an upcoming show, upcoming song you about to drop, just a, a spoken word. My brother, please let them know.
0: Man. I feel like we fresh off the bench. The game let me take an inch, so now I'm giving them vents. My team, we get it out the trench, and we ain't straddle a fence. If they could see beyond the lens, they understand what I meant. Look, if God tell me Don get to the spot, it's a dumb deal. Some people trying to heal, we got to show them the sun reel. They hoping because we've been giving them change like big bills. We drop. They trying to see what's in the box like kids' meals. So we had to freshen up. And God been teaching us the game, and he been testing us. He told me, watch out for those people in the comments that ain't never in the game. They better set you up. I said, God, I get a tech if they keep pressing us. He said, quit talking to the crowd and let me call it when it's foul. I understand that he a way better rough than us. So I put in my mouthpiece and started stepping up. They seeing how we leveled up. For real.
1: That's it. I got to retire to let him know segment. That's it. I got to retire now. It's over. It's over. It's done. I got to call this something else new. Oh my goodness. I got to go back to the lab after that. Oh wow, man! Thank yeah, you. Yeah, you just got the exclusive. You got. It's the exclusive. over. You that, just that you song just... will have once this podcast dropped,
0: That song will have been out. So, uh, so yeah, that mess- that gives you the time frame. They give you a time frame for what that's for what that's at.
1: I might message yeah. my media guy. Don't be shocked; this episode might drop Sunday.
0: <laughs> uh, It'd be like that. It'd be like that. Sometimes you got to give them the exclusive.
1: Oh you wow! Give them the exclusive. I might have to put this out sooner than rather than later, brother. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. If you could do one more thing for me before we get up out of here, if you could just sure. pray us out, I'd appreciate it. I yeah, always like to sure. pray with the guests and pray for, for them. Sure. So.
0: For sure. Yeah, man. I'll go ahead and pray. God, I thank you for, for this podcast, God. I thank you for Rooted in Christ podcast. I thank you for Redwood and what they're doing to minister to the people. Um, God, I pray that you just, you just begin to give them supernatural favor, supernatural blessings to their podcast, not so they can do anything or make any money or do anything like that. It's like, that's super, that's worldly, but God, so that they can, so that they can reach the people that you're calling them to reach. God, I pay people who will be drawn to the podcast that are supposed to be listeners here and that they would only see good. And God, I owe that with that level of blessing comes another level of cleaning. And God, I pray that you prepare the podcast, rooted in Christ podcast, and the whole team. God, I pray you prepare them for that printing and that growth that is going to take place so that they can really, they can really reach people for Christ and do it at the level that you want them to do it. God, I believe that you would be on podcast if you live in this time period. I believe you would have your own podcast when you would talk about the things of God. I believe that it's fruitful and that it's anointed. And we just bless every listener that's listening right now. And I, God, I pray that you begin to show them more and more of who you are and God that they begin to fall in love with you.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And God, as they fall in love with you, they fall in love with your heart and they fall in love with the purpose that you have for them, God. We believe you for that anointing, and we thank you, God, in Jesus' name, amen.
1: And Father, I just wanna lift my brother Don to you now, Lord. Him and his whole team, Father, I just thank you right now. We're just gonna speak for life. I thank you for the expanded territory. I thank you for the open doors. I thank you for the Christ-like and God-like influence that you're gonna to give to them, Father. I just thank you for all of these things in Jesus' mighty name, Lord. Father, I just wanna thank you for everything you're doing in them and through them, Lord. I just want to thank you for just the work that you've started that you're going to be faithful to complete father i thank you for just the just the platform that you've given them i think they're using it to honor you we just pray and ask all of these things in jesus name amen 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 brother thank you so much for being on the show today thank you so much for just everything you just you shared thank you for the snippet of that exclusive song that's about to come out we appreciate that we got to get you back on here in the future. We got to get you back on here.
0: Let's do it. Let's do it. next time. It's got to be in person though.
1: Oh, we can do that. Got to be in person. We can do I got to.
0: We got to go. I got to go buy y'all lunch or something, and then we get right. We get active.
1: Let's do it. We can make that happen one of two ways: either y'all can bring a tour to Cleveland, or I can come to Kentucky. Where you at? Either man, way, they I'm trying, trying to, to get doing.
0: us to do the tour in Cleveland, yeah. man. Maybe what we'll do is that rooted in Christ will help us sponsor a date, right? And we come. We do the podcast and we do the show and y'all help rally people to come to the show, right? Oh, um, let's do that. Let's yeah, do that. That, that sounds crazy, right? Let's do that. And we'll bring everything. We'll bring the sound. We'll bring, y'all ain't gotta do nothing. Y'all just supply, supply, supply the space and we'll set up the whole thing. So it'll be great.
1: I gotta hold it down for Cleveland. So of course I'm gonna tell y'all to come to the land. Of course I'm gonna tell y'all to come here. <laughs> he said, I did this for the land. Cleveland,
0: this
2: is
1: for you. Cleveland, this is for you. So yeah, yes, sir brother thank you so much i appreciate everything you did today thank you for doing the show and i'm definitely i'm gonna be in. i don't think it's gonna be the last time our paths cross i'm looking forward to see what god is about to do here i'm looking forward to it brother yes sir thank you